How's it going? Welcome back. I'm Steve McJones, and I'm in a closet right now. Not a metaphorical closet, but a literal one, because I am just moved into this place, and I'm too weirded out to, like, tell my roommates to not watch TV out in the living room. Anyways, that's the whole thing. Uh, so this week, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week, we had Joanna Allen come on, and Joanna... It's one of, my, one of my great friends, you know, from the ice cream parlor back in the day. Even before then, I probably knew her occasionally somehow through a friend of a friend or whatever. Anyways, Joanna soon became one of my good friends. And we get along really well. We hang out. She's cool. And she knows a lot about stuff. And she does things, which is cool because some people don't do things. You know what? And if you're one of those people, do, do something, you know? Uh... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is a pretty informative episode, and we have, like, I don't know, I would consider it a pretty intellectual conversation, but it's just fun and creative, and, you know, like I said, too, she's cool, she, she's alright, I guess, she, she, she does her thing, and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, anyways, enjoy it, you'll like it, have fun, thank you. Okay, so... Joanna Allen, welcome, yes, welcome. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate yes. you coming out. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, so today we are here to talk about your lifelong passion of documentaries. <laughs> yeah, my lifelong passion. That you just found. Um, when when did you get into documentary making? Um, actually, I guess probably the start of my junior year. You know, yeah. shout out to the Global Media Crew. Will yeah, was there anything that like actually said it? Oh. Oh, your junior year of high school. Yeah. Okay. No, not like of college. Yeah, Yeah. high school, like back in. Because like those little short team TV. Yeah, those little bits. The global media, like team TV announcements. Yeah. And like every month you had to make that. And those are kind of like a documentary. That's what they were considered. They were considered, quote unquote, non-fictions. Really? So that's a documentary. Yeah, that's what we call them, non-fix. 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 That's a short way to say it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's what pretty much started it for me. Okay, yeah, and so that evolved into... Yeah, so then I got to college, CCM, UC. UC, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you can talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah, um, I didn't really have, you know, I didn't really think about doing documentaries as, like, a job. I just had done them, and they were really fun, and that's kind of what got me into filmmaking. But um, I went, started going to a group called Bearcast Media, um, at the University of Cincinnati, and that kind of was what, um, started that up. I was doing, like, I don't know, they were, like, Queen, they were called Queen City Sessions, but they're just, like, live band sessions. Um, and then I met Quinn, uh, Quinn, sorry, Quinn. Quinn, Um, Quinn City? Quinn Quinn City. City Yeah, yeah, he ran them, so I guess (laughs) you could pretty much call him that. But he was the video director of... Um, Bearcast and I talked to him about my previous experiences and he was like actually that would be a cool addition to Bearcast so that's when you know Olivia and I started talking about the homeless documentary and that stuff yeah we collabed well she pretty much started it herself and she came to me with the idea and I was like that is I had no idea yeah. about any of that stuff going on, so like... And check out our episode last week. Yeah, yeah, homelessness. shout out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to watch that. You need to be educated because <laughs> you will be so surprised about like all the shit that went down. Super shady, super sad. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. And then we just in Cincinnati too, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like the whole seventy-five. Um, what was that? Oh, the Kenyan. Uh, the Kenyan the bar. Kenya bar. Yeah, project. like oh my gosh. Yeah. That infuriated me. Yeah, I had no idea. Sad. And we like marched with the homeless coalition mm-hmm. and like documented that. Me and her went out there. Okay. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like I helped her with that a little bit, and we're gonna go further into it for our next project. We want to like get like meet with like. Uh, museum curators and like all a bunch of people who are educated a lot more educated on that subject and like really break it down and get farther into it if we can yeah um but not just for cincinnati you know for the whole world because it's obvious (laughs) we want to we want to break it down (laughs) because we want to break it down but yeah then i started doing like more band documentaries and talk uh, right from the queen city session yeah yeah so like um, well, yeah, we met Spirit of the Bear. Um, Spirit of the Bear, Spirit great of the band. Bear. Yeah, they're well, really good. Yeah. Um, they're from Youngstown, Ohio. You should check Youngstown, them out. Hmm? Youngstown. Is it Youngstown or Youngstown? I just, I was kidding. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check them out. Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Mm. Um, but they came out, they're coming out with a new um, album, and we recorded it. They did, like, live tapes. Like, yeah. they did, recorded onto tape. Um, did you see them first at the sessions? Queen City Sessions? Yeah, I met them. Well, I personally wasn't there for that. I edited one of their things. Mm, uh, like okay. one of the Queen City Sessions. I do sure. both filmmaking. Like I do cinematography. Yeah, because you're an editor first before anything, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. That's that's <laughs> one of the things like I don't know what I want to do with that right now. Because mm-hmm. like usually when you do a movie, you don't get to edit and do the cinematography. And I, I knew that from the start, but like... Which one do you want to master, you know? Yeah. Or I could be like the Avatar and just master both. Yeah. Master all of it. You know? a, yeah, why not? Exactly. <laughs> Yang, you know? <laughs> yeah, then I did the Spirit of the Bear documentaries and just a couple other ones that I want to do. But I really want to go, like, crazy with it and do, like, wildlife documentaries Ooh. and be, like, National Geographic type stuff. Mm-hmm. And do, like, really informative ones about different... <laughs> I want to do crazy, then, stupid ones that don't mean anything. Yeah, that and just then, are like shots of bugs. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then, like, be in the middle of a protest and like <laughs> documenting that stuff. Yeah. Um. So I definitely want to go everywhere with it. For sure. For now. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like favorite document? Were there any that like actually did inspire you at all, or like a couple that you would recommend? Yeah, like I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. This. It was about the skateboarders. Do you know this? The skateboard. The I documentary. Can't... Yeah, it was a documentary. It was like this group of. Oh, young... I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't I even believe exactly I don't. I watched it so um, long ago. I can't remember the name. It's cool. I'll look it up and like say it. Jamie, look that up. The documentary is called Minding the Gap. Came out in 2018. So... But that one was really good. I just thought it was so. I never. I don't know. Like. They were so young, and they got to film oh, their experiences yeah. from like being teenagers and like. Fighting the, you know, skateboarders get a bad rap, you know. Yeah, you know? for sure. But like they filmed all of their troubles through. Why that. do you think skateboarders get a bad rap? That's actually a really good question. I grew up with two brothers who skateboarded like mm. all the time. You know, I it's I because it, I think I wonder. I bet it's because it takes so much time. So it's like, and, and there's not like you're not learning a lot of other skills besides skateboarding. You know what I mean? Well, skateboarding is really controlled. Um, you have to be really, you have to have like a really good center, you know, like yeah, to be balanced. So right. I think that's, it's a great like bodybuilding and like mind kind of, cause yeah, you're true. training your feet to push in certain ways. Like you have to know you have really to the physics to... of oh, pushing a board around, you know? Yeah. And you have to get used to being hurt and like smacked yeah. around a lot. Yeah. Too. So that's to, where that psychological, 
Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I really don't know why. I feel like. Well, like I said, I think, you know, it takes so much time and effort to like master skating. Yeah. And, like, even good people have, that have put hours into it yeah. are still not. Techni- yeah, <laughs> technically, yeah. He, I mean, there's always room for improvement. And that's sure. in everything that you do in your life and in your life. But... Uh, <laughs> you gotta get that one in yeah, there. Yeah, you gotta get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's also... I think skateboarding is so time-consuming that yeah. it, like, again, it kind of prevents you from learning or doing anything else. Yeah. Because... yeah, And, and the, uh, the idea of making money from skating is kind of... It's a very small market. I think. It is. I, yeah, kind of. I agree. I mean, I feel like it was a lot bigger, like, maybe in the 2010s, mm-hmm. but, like, not now that it has been so, like, it has been deemed as, you know... Yeah. I don't know what that... Yeah, kind of... Well, kind of just unprofessional, and yeah. like, I think it's been almost, like, segregated into... Yeah, It's a, that's it's a cheap word. thing for, like, people to do who are but in lower-income I mean, areas. Yeah, but that's the, that's the thing. It keeps people off the streets, and that's what this documentary was talking about, is, like, okay. they were skateboarding like any hobby was mm. something that they could escape to you know something that right. they could really craft and something that was there is something that they could just you know do and they could let Distract go of everything you know like else. anybody you know sewing you know sewing. film filmmaking film, yeah, film i don't watching. know why yeah film watching <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's awesome so yeah that's a, that's a good documentary. yeah it was just a really heartfelt documentary but like more of the informative ones this one's really popular, but it's called What the Health. Oh, yeah. And it's about the meat that, industry. Course. But it was so crazy. Like, you follow this guy through this journey of him, like, interviewing people from, like, the, like, different cancer associations and, like, diabetes and all that kind of stuff. And on their websites, well, okay, so they have proven that, like, certain meats, like red meats, have linked, have been linked to certain cancers and mm-hmm. diabetes and stuff like that. Not necessarily the meats themselves, but the overconsumption so, of them. Yeah. But they they um, promote meals with the meat products in them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So like he like goes to all of these different places and finds out all this crazy information. I haven't watched it in a minute, so I probably shouldn't be talking about <laughs> it as much as I am. But no. it's it's really informative, just about the meat industry and how much like you how much is consumed. Like there's more meat on the planet to like mm-hmm. feed for like ever not for, really for, not for forever but for a, for a really long time like we don't need as much cattle and we don't need as much chickens and we don't need to be producing them the way that we are producing them now yeah that kind of stuff like like what you were talking about with your like meat how they're like massaged oh, and they're taken yeah. care of really well and they're really they're really Tender, good, yeah, products good products because they're taken care of and mm-hmm. you know you go to mcdonald's and you get you know that these that's, cows are just like pissed off their yeah. whole life and <laughs> they've been pissed on you know on their whole life as well uh, by other cattle <laughs> yeah yeah and he like goes to the farms and really shows you what's going on and like how they've been treated and how they're being fed and just gets to the bottom of it yeah. and it's, it was really informative and then yeah. i inspired so me. is that what kind of drives you a little bit is like the idea of like research a yeah bit? yeah i i think that like we talked about a little uh, earlier in our previous conversation yeah. just being informed For sure. and not being misled and just like actually knowing what you're talking about, I guess. Yeah. Like, like these people really have took the time to go and talk to specialists, mm-hmm. and they're giving you this information. And if you just watched it, you could be a lot more informed about the things that you're consuming, which is super important because, like, 
it's good to be a. It's good to be. It's going to be healthy. Yeah. You know? for, oh yeah. It's <laughs> so that's one thing that um, I just recently heard about, like coronavirus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is like, why aren't they just telling people to like eat? You know, like vitamin yeah. D, take like, yeah. like health pills and just be more healthy, eat healthier That's because you can just thing. build up your immune system a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I've heard that. And I've like, heard iron or zinc or something like that. Yeah, iron's really good. Yeah, it, is, it builds up like a 75%. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, like resistance to it or something. Yeah, because I know like if you drink beer, if you like eat not, you know, healthy foods, yeah. your immunity is lower. Exactly. Therefore you can but they're telling catch. us to drink, like, chlorine. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, bleach or something. Yeah, like bleach. And it's like, well, yeah. Well, you are drinking chlorine because when your water is, like, go through goes through the cleaning facilities, they add chlorine to it. Oh, sick. Yeah, so no we're wonder. drinking chlorine. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think, you know how you build, like, your, your home base... When you're a kid, the, the food that you eat when you're a kid becomes, like, your comfort food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I drink a lot of chlorine in the pool. Oh, yeah. Sure. I still have a pool, and I still <laughs> I take a gulp of it every morning. Every morning. <laughs> Get my cup out, go in my pool. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, I make coffee with my chlorine water. Jesus, <laughs> 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 my creamer. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I, I like it straight, you know. Straight. Yeah, oh, straight oh, God. Need, yeah, chlorine on the rocks. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's uh, disgusting. Anyways. You know, the idea of health is important, obviously, yeah. and that's important to you. And and finding out and doing research about yeah. it, that's like actual research as opposed to just like looking it up yeah. on Google. And, and like, I think what that, should I eat tonight that's yeah. good for me? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, McDonald's has a salad. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the best option, but like the Yeah, no, that's what Google is going to tell you. It's True. Like places to get a salad near you. And it's, again, oh, it's going to pop, yeah, it's going to pop up Wendy's probably. Oh, God. Yeah. Which is another issue that I think should come to light is... What fast food places actually serve healthy food? Subway is probably the closest, the closest you'll ever get, maybe, but yeah. everything that you get from Subway is processed to shit. So well, anything really that you eat is processed. For sure, Every, yeah, like literally, true. there is nothing unless you grow in it. In America, at least. Yeah, in America, yeah, because like when I went to Germany, um, and ate, I was vegetarian before I went to Germany, and when I went there and ate their meat, it was tasted so different. Okay. It was like you could totally tell how that these cows were raised because they're all local they're all like fed grains and they're taken really they're taken care of very well yeah but yeah they're not massaged and they don't yeah. have to sleep on they're air not, yeah you don't like you the beef eat it with that a I fork. Serve, right? yeah exactly <laughs> the prime the, the prime the prime used yes uh, but yeah okay yeah it's exactly so but everything is processed here like mm-hmm. i come to that all the time where it's like i need to be driving around out and driving around but i am and I'm hungry, but I don't want to yeah. feel like shit. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, where do you go? Um, home, I guess. Home, yeah. Or the grocery store and just eat an apple yeah, until you get something like that. But anyways, so yeah. where for you in the documentary process does like the creativity come in? Um, because, I mean, really I think question. that's really, yeah, I think the end goal for people like us, like like-minded people, yeah, creative yeah. people, um, because you're such a, you know, you're into music and you're into yeah. documentaries <laughs> and funds and movies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the end goal of what you want to do, which is make mm-hmm. documentaries, is letting out an, a sort of creative expression or like an outlet like that. Yeah. So I guess for me, that's, I was trying to think about it. The Where the creativity comes in is really like the cinematography and the editing. Mm. Um, definitely like the place, like the placement of your camera and what you want the viewer to see is all of it really because in non-fictions you don't you can't really be f- super fancy with what you're showing because it's non-fiction just like as you read a non-fiction book right you can't really spice it up with a lot besides like 
adjectives and stuff like that. Yeah. So the way that we but kind that's of, kind of the fun part is keeping yeah. that entertaining. Yeah, keeping exactly. That, keeping people hooked on that and having like a story narrative yeah. of some sort. That's why um, you really have to know what you're doing before you go into it. So right. that's why a lot of planning goes into documentaries. Yeah, for, can um, you give like an example of that? Yeah, so usually when you go into a film, any film really, um, you plan your shots. It's called like a shot list. It's like what you are going to see mm -hmm. and like descriptions like of... Like a storyboard? Exactly. Yeah. Literally, it's just like that except it's written words. But you can do a storyboard where you like either go and take a picture of it or you draw it out. A really rough sketch. Yeah, it's it's usually like stick figures for me because yeah. I can't draw. Yeah, um, the same. One time I like took a picture and then like went and paint and drew a stick figure in it. Yeah. That makes sense. Like I knew the people. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's fun. Um, That's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. But um, uh, like I've been really messing around with like the placement of objects and people. Mm -hmm. So like that can be super visually interesting and like it has a visual rhythm to it. So like yeah. you could be in the foreground, you have an object in the background and you have something in the middle ground. Okay. That creates some sort of it's it creates a story but it also gives it a little bit of rhythm so i, I if okay. someone was saying something and you had an object in the back to back that up yeah that would like i don't know it's a sort yeah. of a balance kind of thing yeah so and it you, kind of like reinforces that idea that they're talking about right? yeah exactly that's so that's like one of the things when you go into with documentaries everything is so so unexpected mm -hmm. that you really have to have an eye for what you're doing okay. um so like if you're so like for example when we did the documentary for spirit of the bear yeah we didn't really know what the place was going to look like at all but you know you're doing music right. so you go and we did one interview like in the studio so we had him to the left of the screen and you have like the mixing board in the background mm -hmm. with like instruments and you can kind of place it however you want yeah um so like that's an example so it, like yeah. it back they're talking about music they're mm -hmm. talking about instruments you have that, you know, visual Definitely. cue, I guess. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's probably the biggest example. But in feature films, like, Wes Anderson is notorious for placement. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can see it yeah, all the time. It's, there you are. Yeah, it's, and yeah. I draw the most inspiration from him. And oh, okay. I, yeah, I love well, I that's love that's interesting because, like, yeah, they're films, and to use that for, like, documentaries mm -hmm. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, that is the creativity part is, like, mm -hmm. drawing inspiration from somebody else and putting it into something completely different. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. mixing styles and stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite. I've mm -hmm. also, um, like, with editing styles, I've been kind of getting into anime. I mean, I have been for the past yeah. year, you know. Yeah, and there's nothing happens. wrong with that. There is, like, a there's a preconceived notion <laughs> yeah. of anime where people yeah. are just, like, K-pop fans. Yeah, K-pop fans are, weebs. like, weebs. Yeah. But, like, you can be both. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, it's all right. You can be, you can be a K-pop fan and a weeb. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it really is. It should be normalized, honestly. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, their editing style is, like, super unique in the way that they do stuff. It's actually, like, they do a lot of, like, the split screens and, like, the multiple screens. Oh, yeah? So, you know, like, that scene in 50-50 they they do it a lot of people a lot of people do it where it's just like a split screen do you mean 500 days of summer no 50 50 they do oh, it in 50 50 really yeah yeah huh. that's where i that's where i saw it for the first time in like a regular film Which and was scene? like whoa because i would feel like i remember that where he's just like in the car crying or something no like but that, that scene that seems so powerful that seems really good they, I think they did in 500 Days of Summer, too. And for sure, the expect, the expectation versus reality. That was, yeah, that was one. But I, I swear to God, they did in 50-50. That's why I thought it was original, because Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Like, yeah, obviously. True, yeah, like, he's in both. But yeah, no, that one was really good. 
But that was used in a different way than anime does it. Okay. So, so how do they do it? Like they, the style of anime. Um, so like they usually do, it's mostly in battle scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of how Tarantino focuses on like really small things. We saw Once Upon a Time together. For sure. Um, so you've seen like how he focuses on really minuscule small objects that speak a lot to either what's going on right now or mm-hmm. what's going to happen or what has happened, whatever. Right. Um, like a crushed cigarette on the ground. Or literally something. exactly like that. Yeah. They do that, um, but they take that that same idea, but put it into a smaller box, like in the right-hand corner. Okay. And then they'll take something else that's happening. Yeah. So like another... Like the action or... Yeah, like small, like either a bone breaking or yeah. like something that could possibly somehow add to the story. And they'll put it in different corners of the screen and oh, add wow. like little effects to it. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting. Yeah, that's, that's fun. And I think that leaves a lot more room in the creativity for like the editing, which is yeah, like your thing. That's, yeah, I yeah. actually did a video with our good friend Maddie Smith for her Duduk, oh, yeah. one of her Duduk videos. And I took a lot of anime stuff from that. I did awesome. lots of, I did a split screen. I did, um, I actually had a packet of like anime water bend like you know like an avatar how they like water bend yeah well, that's like a that's like a effect, an effect obviously really? it's an effect okay but i have like a packet of it where it could like be an explosion or it can be lightning mm-hmm. and i took that packet and like incorporated it so like they were jumping yeah. and every time they would hit the ground like a water Ooh, puddle would yeah. go so like that was really <laughs> cool i had um emma she had a scene where she whipped her hair mm-hmm. and i had the tail end of her hair be a lightning bolt Ooh. so like just adding that those small little things was really fun yeah and like obviously added visual you know content Jeez, yeah for cool. sure yeah that's awesome yeah yeah and so that again that's where like the creativity comes yeah in for sure. yeah for sure um and and to do that so do you think you could do like an anime style with like a documentary <laughs> oh probably honestly yeah, i've never had that come up before but now that you say that i probably will that'd be so cool i've seen like some documentaries where they have little visual effects, mm-hmm. but nothing to that extent. But I bet if you... So, like, in the documentary we did with Spirit of the Bear, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. they we do, like, pauses where they do, like, little scenes of them playing their music. Okay. So, like, we had... We took a lot of video of them, pra- or like, recording their music, obviously, but mm-hmm. we put it to the mastered tracks. True. And you could add, like... If they strum their guitar, you could do yeah. like a like the same little effect. Yeah, you could add those about. same little effects. We actually did that um, mm-hmm. to a certain ex- we did, yeah we did that in a Spirit of the Bear. Yeah. The um, Queen City sessions for them, we added like little fun things. Yeah. Imagine doing that with like bugs though, and like Ooh. like a nature documentary where oh there's like gosh. fight scenes, but it's like a fight scene <laughs> yeah. like like a lion versus a deer, but like you know with, like yeah. the split screen that going would be on in so the background. Cool. Yeah. And you but, can focus on, like, little things just like they do, like, like, yeah, like something breaking. Plant, well, like, two plants kind of, like, fighting or something, oh, yeah. like, for, like, a, a space of light or, like, oh, a, you know, yeah. some water. Oh, yeah, like a time lapse. Yeah, a time lapse of that while, like, a lion is chasing that, after uh, an ant. Alec, you're a genius. You should, be in it. you should collab with me. Come on. <laughs> Come, Come on, on. Let's do it. Let's you go gotta go. It. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We're gonna stop it now. Stop uh, sorry. Now. We gotta go. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, using creativity is, I don't know, one of the most important things to me personally. For sure. But the thing about creativity and being able to harness those things is there's a whole business side to everything. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is documentary making, uh, is that, I think documentaries for sure recently, at least for me, I'm not really into them, but obviously mm-hmm. I've heard a lot more recommendations recently. Yeah. Like, like yeah. even What the Health I've heard of a couple times before. Uh, I actually have watched that skating one that you talked yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so do you think it's like becoming an, a bigger market? For all? sure, especially with people now um, promoting education and being educated, especially with like this Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. There's been so many documentaries, like 13th has come out, Malcolm X, those are two really good documentaries, yeah. all about, you know, oppression and um, like what's really gone on. I think that people want to be more educated mm-hmm. and that is the best way to do it because I mean, okay. I'm going to say it. I'm not that much of a reader. Okay? <laughs> like, I can't ever really get into a good book unless it, like, really grabs me. For sure. Um, and a lot of people are that way. And yeah. I think that those visual images and the videos and also someone narrating you through what's really going on and having interviews with specialists yeah. is the same as reading a book. It's just in a, two hours instead of having to do it over a over span the course of, of Yeah, like two yeah. weeks or exactly. whatever, as long as it would take you to read a book on that. Yeah, exactly. And everybody reads differently. Everybody has a different pace. So I think that it's a lot... Um, manageable. That's kind of crazy. It's like standard standardizing learning uh, yeah, time, time frames a little bit because there's even True. some people like, I mean, obviously you have to do that within the school system where like you have to right. learn so much in a year, but some people don't actually learn that, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or like reading a book is like you give people a certain deadline, but some people are going to finish that book in like True. two days and then they have to take on a test on it like four months, like a month later, four weeks later, yeah. you know? So... Yeah, that's I weird. didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it until now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. that's the point of us. Yeah, for sure. Learning and, and thinking about things differently and getting yeah, yeah, yeah. respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the industry like is coming because of that mm-hmm. learning. People want to yeah. be able to learn better. And I think that with people like me and people like the people, I mean, the people that I'm around, mm-hmm just having an easier way for them to get into that industry. I really do think that it's, I mean, obviously I haven't gotten into the industry yet, but I don't like with Netflix and Hulu and just independent things. It's a lot easier for you to get your message out and be picked up by somebody like that. Yeah. Um, that it's just more manageable to like be in the business of it, if that makes sense. For sure. And I think, yeah, again, Netflix is like yeah. realizing that that's going to, that's a big part of their mm-hmm. market, I think. Yeah. And Hulu as well, for sure. Yeah. A lot of, and even like Amazon Prime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, or you could do what we just did and just put it on YouTube, you know, <laughs> just slap it on YouTube and you could them, yeah. get picked up that way yeah. or send it into festivals. Like there's so many different ways that people can see your content. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... I, that's something that I kind of wanted to talk about with you a little bit because, mm-hmm. like, I don't think either of us know that much yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't but, really. But, like, the idea that our generation for sure is more creativity-focused yeah. and content-based or whatever yeah. and, like, how we all want to be famous people or yeah. whatever. Yeah, we um, want to be stars. But, yeah, so, but, like, so how do you think that's going to work out for our generation? Like, getting to that point of, like, having your stuff on? Yeah, and it's, like... Yeah, like having multiple platforms to be mm-hmm. able to do these things and like are as many people that want to get into that going to be able to do it? Yeah, um, that's that's a really scary <laughs> thought. But I think, I mean, you have to think about it, you know, you can't get away from it. I think that if, if you push, mm-hmm. I, I really do think, you said it earlier, but maybe in a different light. Yeah, like, we're I, really ambitious people. Yeah, we're really ambitious people. And if you fight for it enough, I think, that you can get what you want yeah you know? it might not be in the exact way that yeah it might not be in the way it might not be in the amount of time that you want but i think that there are enough outlets and enough For people sure. like if you meet certain people you can you go can do anything. yeah you yeah. can really do anything it just about it's about Building how persistent that. you are mm-hmm. 
and meeting other people, perfecting your craft and just like wanting something bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I talked to this guy the other day and it was like in a group of people, which was a weird time to talk about it. But, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. We were talking about, we were, there was this movie on TV and I'm like, this isn't art. This is a stewardess movie. I've ever seen. <laughs> like, this is kind of dumb, mm-hmm. which is obviously not, you know, it's all movies or art or whatever, yeah. everything. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, there was this movie playing and I was like, that's not art. But uh, he was just like, yeah, this isn't really art. But the only, he was kind of like making fun of himself a little bit. He's like, yeah, I don't really like fuck with art. You know, he's like, I don't, I don't mess with art besides like Star Wars. Like, kind of, Imagine considering Star Wars to be like art. Like it's a great movie, but the franchise is... It's just like, one of the... There's movies for entertainment, and then there's movies to make people think, basically, is kind of I agree. how I see okay, it a I little see. bit. Yeah, and I don't think Star Wars is a movie to make people think, you know? It's it's kind of... Mm-hmm. You can watch it passively and then forget about it, and then go into the next one the next year and be like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. awesome. I wonder... I, I wonder if there's a message... I don't know. I don't know that much about Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Well. So here's the thing. He he was like, I will argue with like. He's like, I can agree that I'm not a very artistic person, but I will argue all day with you that Star Wars is art because mm-hmm. like he has seen all of the movies like more than five times. You oh, know good what I mean? For, okay. And he yeah. reads all the books on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he watches all the shows and everything. Okay. And, like, so he's so educated. That, exactly. He so it. it's like, all right, that's way more respectable than yeah. just saying like, no, so Star Wars is art. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I see that for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this is what it kind of gets back to is like at the end of it, after he like told me his like obsession with it, he yeah. was like, yeah, but there's not really like anywhere I can go with that. You know what I mean? There's not really <laughs> anything I can do with that. I'm like, sure. Well, that's not necessarily true because think about it. Star Wars, like, first of all, those movies, they need actors, they need directors, they need writers, they need the people who do all the oh, camera okay. work, they I do all the going. lighting and everything. But also, like you said, there's books on it, apparently. So those books have to have research from somewhere. Yeah. You can pull in the research from, you know, learning about the old, like how George Lucas did it. Or yeah. Is it George? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. How he did it and like research on that or the shows, you know, is like blogs. Yeah, like, blogs. There's blogs about it. There's merchandise for it. There's yeah. the business side of the whole thing. You need people to sell finance, the movies. Finance. Managers. Like, budget. Yeah, exactly. So there's many. just so many things that could go into it. So it's like if you really like Star Wars that much, then Find a way. figure yeah, figure out a way to get yeah. all into it, you know. And then Is that like what he was super passionate about? Uh yeah, because that's like the only thing that he really I mean, that's what he was joking about. He's like, Yeah, that's the only thing that I really like that much, you know. Aww, really so passionate. what's he gonna do? Like what's he doing? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't fair. really ask him about he, college. Wars. I mean, he's also kinda younger in, in, co- in yeah, college. He, yeah. So uh he you know a lot of people in college don't really know what they're gonna do. They're like, "Yeah, I'm in business or something." It's like, <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in business for a semester. It's a it's a good uh, for a semester. For a semester, yeah. What did you switch to? Uh, well, oh, hospitality. It was business finance. No, and then yeah, and then I went to actually uh, communications first. Oh, okay. And then I just realized that both of those course like majors at OU. <clears throat> were very intensive and I oh, was wow. not going to college because I wanted to do a lot of work. I was going to college because I wanted to get a degree. That's the same. Yeah, that's, that's, that's same. That's yeah, but yeah, then I went to hospitality and I realized, oh, okay, so this, all I have to do is be nice to people? Sick. Uh, I can do that. That's, yeah. that's a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I just think, like you said, it, it, this market, it, it seems so weird right now, especially because mm-hmm. like what does... Like, what does entertainment and art actually provide for society? A lot, I think. Really? Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Why do you Imagine think that? all of the message. Watch 
3,000 movies and you'll find a message about the <laughs> world in every, almost every single one of them. Yeah, that's fair. They, but I think that's such an intangible, you know, that's such an intangible mm-hmm. idea of, oh, yeah, we provide messages to people. Whereas, like, but I think yeah, but I provide food. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I mean, but you can make food at home. Yeah, true. So, I mean, you can think of anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just how you want to look at it. Right. But I think that the arts are super important for people like me where that's the only thing that I feel gravitated to and that's the only way that... Yeah. I feel very... I have a lot of things to say mm-hmm. before, you know, whatever happens. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, that's the only way that I feel like I can say it. Through art. Through... And voicing yeah, it. and I think that it's... An, if I didn't have documentaries and if people didn't have documentaries, people wouldn't know as much. Yeah. Because people don't want to read or they don't want to find it through something else. Like, it's, yeah. like I said, it's a super easy way to consume information. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't have it, think of all of the people who wouldn't be as educated. Yeah. And that's the same way with movies. It's just like a lighter way of saying it. It's not yeah. like an in-your-face. In-your-face, like, like I'm going to show you through pretty pictures yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and like a fun story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, I think that we need it in order to um, progress. Yeah, progress as a you know a in nation society. really. Yeah, for sure. Nation, well, in a in the world. I'm totally with that idea, and I think I, I listened to this uh, podcast a while ago. It's Joseph Gordon Levitt's podcast. Oh yeah. And, yeah, he's uh, really. It's called Creative the Creative Process. I yeah, think. something like that. Yeah, and he had this guy on that was really really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'll, I met, I've mentioned it before on this podcast, and <laughs> like I'll still link it and like put the title, whichever yeah, no, episode know. it is, in the end of the beginning. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but this guy talks about how, like, where the world is going, and, like, first of all, how technology, this is what, uh, this is what we were talking about before. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it, uh, before this episode. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. you didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, like, where we need to go, because society is progressing to the point where a lot of technology is going to take jobs anyways. Right. And so, again, he, he posed like solutions of like well making programming stuff Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a minimum wage type of thing but also expanding the creative industries like because that's really what uh, people are going to be spending a lot of their time doing uh in the future now if we have so much time for luxury we have a lot of time to watch movies right documentaries and read and yeah look at art because that's what people will naturally gravitate to like you said yeah and it's like a like you said it is like a luxury to do that kind of thing and it's like a ghetto it's an escape for a lot of people, right. so, yeah. Yeah, it's ex- exactly, but now we're to the point of society, well, we'll see where it goes now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but we were, we're still kind of at a point of society where we have time for luxury, you know, we have time to watch movies every night. Yeah. If you wanted to, you could watch a movie every night and still go to work all day, right. still go out and still, you know, do, do... Have your time. Have your time, exactly, and be social and learn, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the night, you watch a movie. Watch a movie and probably learn more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> So, depending on what you're watching. Right, right. Depending on, yeah, well, how long the movie, how intense the movie well, is. Well, that and, like, you could, like, watch, like, what's that one, Harold and Kumar? Oh, podcast. yeah. Like, you could watch Kumar. that and probably get nothing out of it. And I'm just joking. That movie's really funny. No, I love it's that good movie. in its own, yeah. I, I love it. It's definitely movie. an entertainment it's, movie, for yeah, sure. for sure. But yeah, exactly. Versus watching like an intense movie and you have to yeah. like, all right, I need like just a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, a night just to like... <laughs> Process what's going on. That was me in like the seventh grade watching The Outsiders. I'm not even joking. Really? Yeah, I cried for like a week. <laughs> I'm not joking. I cried for a week. I was in a depression. Wow. Yeah, it hit me so hard. That's good though. That's what I was that's telling you. The, the, what good art it does to Yeah, to, yeah. To that's why I can't finish shows. <laughs> I will cry and be depressed for a week. For, yeah, that's so sad. But anyway. 
It's okay. We, we got through it. But anyways, yeah, hopefully it's just the hardest part is going to be, in my opinion, if it's going to be this way, where we, if we do transition into this creative society, mm-hmm. it's going to be that transition from allocating our money and resources towards right. like the smaller jobs and like being okay with, okay, these aren't going to go towards that type of industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something that seems important, but when in reality is just going to become obsolete, uh, which I can't really think of an example right now. Yeah. I was going to say, like, do you have any, do you like, what do you mean by like creative jobs? Like what would be? So like a creative job, like I, I, I guess maybe it's still, still, Similar, because like I said, there was the the business side even of the oh, creativity okay. thing. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, it. but it's like taking money out of what's something that's gone obsolete within you know like an <clears> iPod <throat> Touch oh. or not an iPod Touch. I guess they Nano. Don't create yeah iPod Shuffle. Or, I mean that's yeah like BlackBerry even is like yeah. all those people are kind of like out of a job because we've come up with this new technology True. like flip like Razor flip flip. I mean and obviously those companies adapt and. Whatnot, but there's yeah. some companies that don't make it. You know that true. The people who created there was another um, there was another computer that was in competition with uh, Microsoft. Microsoft before Mac. Too. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't mm-hmm. remember that. Then there's gone now. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's going to be reallocating those people who are business oh, yeah, losing into yeah. something. And that's just one example. I'm sure there's different faucets of like healthcare that are becoming obsolete yeah. because of. Um, robotics and, and newer things um, like cars mechanics are kind of True. going out of business because you can just create you know a, well yeah and like Walmarts and stuff like that Walmarts, like small exactly. business it's just small business people who you know well small businesses and, and big corporations are always going to be around I think there's like a, or they should be around always like you know it's just kinda, yeah they kind of work with each other because there wouldn't be any competition for the big businesses. Well, and that's kind of the point of, like, a big business is to make sure that there isn't any competition. Yeah, but then monopolies are, should be illegal. And <coughs> they're not. Should be. They're not. They're not. <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that's a, we can say that for another day. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, what I've been saying, what, what I've been, been done saying. trying to say is, uh, yeah, that, I don't know, There's there's things that are going to become obsolete yeah. in general and it's going to wipe out whole industries even like coronavirus has already sped up the process for True. a lot of a lot of stuff like that and there needs to be a new market which is what i was saying earlier mm-hmm. to for people to go to and i think creativity could be a really big market if people yeah. accepted it as real as opposed to seeing football over i know like yeah art thing. i mean now especially i'm scared for the arts and like school districts because of not passing levies and then mm-hmm. also, you know, the virus. The just virus. Like yeah, they're gonna... taking away from those things as if they already didn't have a chance. Right, and it's just going from idealizing peak physical form to <laughs> yeah. idealizing peak mental health and mental creativity, yeah. mental stimulation. They're both important. They're but both important, but I think like there needs to be a balance a better somewhere. Balance for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, any other thoughts on, like, the industry, where it's going, especially, like, for documentaries or music or anything? Music's a whole nother topic. It is a whole other topic. Bedroom pop, we just learned about that term today. Bedroom pop, it's a new term I learned. Bedroom pop, Joanna, would you like to explain? Um, I don't have a great explanation for it, but basically, bedroom pop is, like, a form of new age music that... Pop music that yeah, people make in their, in their bedroom. bedrooms. <laughs> but it's, like... More of indie pop, 
I would say. Mm-hmm. It's like in it's like a subcategory of and, that. And it's because you can do so many things from home. Now. Yeah. Like the technology's progressed to the point where you can create so many instruments yeah. that you don't even play. I mean, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, like loops and stuff like that. But the cool thing about bedroom pop is like I'm gonna mention him, still woozy. Like he was <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I had to. Hold on. <laughs> you know I had to. Hold on, yeah. wait a minute. Um <laughs> He he knew it. Before, he like knew how to play instruments before yeah. he started doing it. So like, combining that talent, like that kind of talent and mm-hmm. knowledge with you know the new age technology that we we're talking about, and like being able to do it from home, like you said. Yeah. So like you know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. But we actually should do a whole other episode on music. But I'm gonna be in Lebanon in Cincinnati area for a while. I'll be in Lebanon. So yeah, we'll do one for sure. We should do it. I'm with it. But uh, yeah, any. So what are you working on now? You got any projects coming up? You know what I are you know. saying? Do you know? Well, okay, yeah. we're working on projects for the people. For the people. Okay, 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 okay. Working on project. Me and Steve. We're yeah. working on one. It'll be coming up. It'll be a fun we're, one. It's in the works. We're yeah. thinking, we're, we're crafting. Processing, yeah, a little film project yeah. there. You got some new music that you said you were going to Yeah, release. I released the the album art, the single art. It's Ooh. called Picky, Picky Eater. Picky Eater, okay. Are you on going to be on Spotify? I don't know yet. Um, okay. Maybe, possibly. I still need to work out the kinks. If yeah. not, I'll put a sound, cloud, YouTube, that kind of stuff up. But yeah, me and my brother... We're looking for a rapper, too. Ooh. <laughs> we'll Any rappers out there. Any rappers out there, hit me up. Um, <laughs> for sure. But, yeah, that, and then um, one other film project about changing is, the world. Yeah, changing the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's my, one I'm actually excited for. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm not going to spoil too much because yeah. I'm trying to keep it on the DL, but Fair enough. Just, just look out for um, something. Did that Spirit of the Bear documentary, is that coming out? Bear Spirit? <laughs> bear Spirit. Uh, oh. Spirit of the Bear documentary, it comes out, I don't know if, I don't know if they've mentioned it before, so... Oh, well, I'm glad I just well, spoiled it for it's, the... It's okay. Family. It's okay. Um, it comes out with their new album, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So whenever... Just look out for their new album, okay? And then yeah. something special on the side. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you coming oops, out here. Oops, no, it's fine. No, thanks for having me. So did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Because I did. <laughs> Joan Island. Great person. I think you can tell that just from this one, this one little conversation. Creative person, amazing, awesome, yeah, gotta love her. Anyways, check out her stuff that she mentioned at the end there, and yeah, keep living, guys. We can, we can do this, right? We can do it. Anyways, have a good one. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, bye. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> hell yeah, hell no. Who? Me. Me. Bitch. <laughs> what?